Well, it's here, finally here. Uh, this is a, a week we all look forward to. Uh, rivalry week all across the country. If you're a if you're a college football fan, this is uh, this is always a a special week. Uh, truly, the whole week. Uh, it's always something you know fun to be a part of, and uh, something I certainly appreciate and don't take for granted. And you know, been a part of a lot of these. I guess this is my twentieth one of these, and. 13 Alabama-Auburn games, so, um, you know, a lot of fun uh, to be a part of, you know, games like this that really matter to so many people. Um, and, uh, you know, always tough to, to head down to Columbia. That's a great environment. Um, you know, their fans do an awesome job and creating a um, really tough venue uh, to go play. But, man, we, we look forward to the challenge. Uh, be You know, we've got to have a great week of preparation. Obviously, um, uh, you know they've got they got they got some dudes uh, that can that can really hurt you. Starting with their quarterback, I think he's he is he has really played good football uh, for them, and uh, he's a, he's a very very and heck he played great against us last year. Uh, and he's a guy that plays a lot of confidence. Uh, he can do a lot of things with his legs and his arms. Seems like every week I'm looking up, I'm seeing some quarterbacks going to play in the NFL uh, like every single week. That's what we look at, and uh, he's no different. So just another great quarterback, man, that that's, presents a huge challenge for us. And uh, he's got good receivers. Um, you know, the, the 24s really settled in and, and become a, a, a really hard-nosed, tough-to-tackle back for them. They've, they've gotten some continuity up front. Uh, they're a little bit like us in that regard. They, they've had some kind of uh, – musical chairs a little bit with, with guys being in and out of the lineup or hurt, whatever. And, and uh, so they've kind of created a little bit of continuity there. Um, uh, tight end's a good player. Uh, they've got that number eight going. He's kind of an interesting guy. He's a big, young athlete that I think has got a bright future. Uh, he's kind of been getting in the mix as well. But, you know, I mean, 17 is, I mean, he's a superstar. Uh, and, and again, it seems like every week I look up and there's some there's some freak outside that we're that we're seeing. So uh, great quarterbacks. I mean, we've seen a bunch of them. So uh, they certainly present a lot of challenges there. And then uh, defensively, you know, this is a a, a tough group, man. Uh, we've seen a bunch of these guys, um, and uh, you know, they've got they've got you know a couple guys that have had all conference, all American status at safety. Um, you know, I think I think their linebackers. I think the nickel kid is is a, a twenty four. Their nickel guy. He's a good football player, uh, young guy, but but a, a really good player. And got good experience uh, in the linebacker core, and, and some of these guys that have been there forever uh, up front. They've played a bunch of snaps, uh, you know, throughout their career. So uh, definitely a group that that will be excited to play the Tigers. And again, rivalry games. I mean, this is doesn't really matter what you've done, you know. Last year, last 10 years, last week, uh, doesn't really matter. It just comes down to, you know, playing well in these four quarters. But uh, looking forward to it, uh, off to a good start with our preparation. And obviously this is a, 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 you know, different week from a preparation standpoint. It is Thanksgiving. We certainly, uh, you know, try to take time to make sure that we uh, – uh, celebrate that, you know, and give these guys some time with their families and things. But um, hope you all have a great Thanksgiving as well. And, and uh, we, you know, 
regardless of what happens on the scoreboard Saturday night, whether you're a Tiger or a Gamecock, you know, we got a lot to be thankful for, uh, all of us, you know, that we have the privilege to be able to just, you know, go participate in a game like this. You know, there's certainly a lot of, a lot of things going on in our world. And, uh, you know, we, we can't ever lose sight of, of how fortunate and how blessed we are uh, to, to be able to, um, you know, have pause, if you will, and, and celebrate a game, uh, you know, and, and compete. Um, you know, and it's important for this state. So uh, excited to be a part of it. Look forward to heading down there on Friday and, and uh, seeing if we can play our best game. Coach, uh, I expect it, your, your birthday was probably pretty good yesterday coming off three big wins. <clears throat> well, uh, I, I just I, I plan on, uh, you know, holding off till this weekend. You know, it's kind of birthday week. Uh, all I want is a, is a, is a win that, this week. That's what I want. Um, it's been busy, you know. I mean, Sundays are – it doesn't matter if you got a birthday or not. Sundays are Sundays and Mondays are Mondays, uh, whether your birthday is Sunday or Monday. It doesn't matter. So, just a lot of, you know, a lot of work. Got home last night, you know, about 11 o'clock. Uh, so, you know, but Kath was waiting up for me and uh, had, had some cards and a and, uh, couple couple gifts. And I uh, came into the radio show last night and I had a carrot cake and some food there. So, you know – we got, we'll, we'll celebrate later. Uh, right now, it's about trying to find a way to win a, win a game. That's all we're trying to do. But it was a good day, and you know, did get a chance to communicate with a bunch of people uh, via text. Yeah, Gamecocks deprived you of a bowl last season with that one point comeback win. You have a chance to deprive them, or deprive you of a playoff, maybe. Uh, you have a chance to deprive them of a bowl. Does that add any juice to it, or is it already juiced up as much? Oh, as man, it's always juiced up, regardless of what the ramifications are. I mean, every, you know, it's it's always a, a big deal every single year. I mean, really is. I mean, you, you want to win this game, whether you're 0-12, 0-11, or 11-0. You know, you want to win the game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, that hurt us last year for sure, and we, we – we got what we earned. How was Bill Collins yesterday? Sore. He's sore. How's Antonio looking at? You wanted to get him in this weekend. Yeah, he's 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 close, uh, but you know he's still he's still in that day to day status for us. Still practicing this week or? Uh, probably not, uh, but we'll see today. You know, I mean, he was just really sore yesterday. I mean, he's going to be fine, but um, just had a we call, I don't even know if that's a tendon or muscle or whatever that is, ripping his foot. So he's kind of tender. Stilato, okay. Yeah. Coach, you've, um, you've been going for a lot of fourth downs lately, um, and I'm sure that's you know a, a product of field position and. Um, I'm sure throwing and kicking game also been a factor, but how, how much easier does it make those decisions having a defense like we do that we can bail you out if you don't get it? It's that's a factor for sure. Um, you know, sometimes it, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into those decisions. Obviously, field position and and you know confidence in your offense, your quarterback, and making right decisions and those things. But also who your defense is, uh, or maybe who the other team's offense is. You know, I've been in those situations too where. 
you know, you just you, you don't want to get them the ball back. And um, so that was a, a, a plus force the other night, for, uh, being able to have the, you know, a lot of times time possession, I don't really pay much attention to it, honestly. I mean, sometimes it's a real factor, but if you're scoring fast, you don't really care, right? Uh, but when you play a team like North Carolina, to be able to keep the ball for 38 minutes was huge. I, I think I think we got the ball with a minute. It was a minute, minute 14 or a minute 12. I think we ran about 12 plays with no timeouts. That might be a record. Uh, so, um, you know, to be able to keep the ball away from them is uh, was was huge for us in that game. But. You know, so sometimes it's time of possession. Sometimes it's who the other offense is. Sometimes it's your confidence in your defense or just your confidence in where you, how you're playing offensively. With Rattler, it seems like some of their biggest plays, he's not a guy that's going to run for 100 on you, but happen when he's flushed by his time and then finds Leggett or somebody down the field. Yeah, they do a good job of, you know, he, he doesn't just sit in the pocket very often. I mean, he they, they – it's, it's – you know, swap boots, uh, setting edges. You know, they got tight ends in there all the time, creating, creating edges for him to get outside the pocket to extend time. And then he's an explosive player. I mean, he he's if you give him time, uh, he's incredible, incredibly accurate. He can make all the throws. Um, and but when he gets out of the pocket, you know, and he doesn't get to me, he doesn't get enough credit for his running ability. He can run. He can really run. He's crafty when he runs. He's a smart runner. He does a good job protecting himself. Uh, but he can he can go. Um, but you know the the thing is, like I said, they they're smart. Uh, they don't just they don't just leave him in the pocket. You know, I mean they'll they'll max protect and give him time to let some of these cross. They run a lot of deep shot cross country. You know, post uh, backside. You know, cr deep crossers. They run a lot of those type of plays, and you know those take those things take time. So they will max protect, or they will boot him and get him outside the pocket to allow those type of things to develop. And then it's and then he he can he can throw it on the run, or he can pull up and and uh, let it go. So I think he's a very good player. I think I think he's played really well. I mean he's he's made good decisions, um, and he does create a problem for you. You know, with with his legs and his arm. You know, similar to to Drake, who we just played. I mean, he can extend. You know, and that's what happened on the big touchdown the other night, uh, the first one. I mean, he. You know, we didn't do a good job of of containing outside, and he buys time. We got pressure coming. I think it was Woodass was bearing down, and he's just drifting, 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 and you know, next thing you know, he just over the top of you, and he's accurate. And I think I think Rattler's a lot like that. You remember your evaluation of Xavier Leggett when he was at <coughs> Mullins and um, just how he has developed uh, in his time to, to reach the level he's reached? Yeah, I don't remember, like, specific evaluation at, at the time, uh, him coming out of high school. But I think he's, I think he's, you know, he's developed incredibly well. I think he's going to be a big-time pro. And, uh, you know, and that's, he's a great reminder to everybody that this is a developmental game. I mean, that's just the way it is. Uh, I mean, you know, everybody wants – and that's, that's what I hate about this world we operate in now in, in the world of college athletics. You should not be that way, but with the, you know, the way the intensity of recruiting and everybody's just, you know, 
knows everything and and it talks about everything and evaluates and scrutinizes everything if kids aren't great players as freshmen it's like they stink and it's just it's such a bad mindset I mean it really is I mean I I, there's very few quarterbacks I mean that's the same thing like at the quarterback position if a guy doesn't play as a freshman it's like I mean there's not many Trevor Lawrence's or Deshaun's on the planet uh, there's just not. If you look at the 32, and if you looked at the 64 NFL quarterbacks, whoever the first and second guys, are, I guarantee you, very few of them started as freshmen in college. Very few. In fact, the guy for the Raiders was a walk-on at Purdue. I think it was a walk-on. Now he's in starting for the Raiders. You know, this is a developmental game, especially, I mean, in football. You know, I mean, it's not just skill. You know, like some of these other sports. You know, not that those sports aren't developmental, they are. But it's so much more than skill in football. Um, I mean, it's the, the, the physical development and the technical fundamental aspects that go along with it and just the knowledge of the game, it's really hard. And, um, you know, when, when you, you know, guys like Sean and Trevor, you know, Sammy Watkins, they screw it up for everybody else, right? Uh, I mean, those guys are, you know, they're cyborgs. Uh, you know, that's just not the norm. You know, you free, I mean, look at Rattler, right? I mean, this kid is playing at an incredibly high level of football, you know? And, I mean, they want to they, they, they want to get rid of him, you know? He's a terrible player, you know? And you look around the country, just look around. I mean, Bo Nix, he might win the Heisman. I mean, they, they, they couldn't fire him quick enough down there We're at Auburn, right? I mean, you know, kids got to get better. You know, guys develop. I mean, there's a lot of things that miss just the way this sport is. And um, so, you know, I think, I think uh, Leggett's a, a good uh, – is it Leggett or Leggett? Leggett. It, Leggett is, is a perfect example of that. I mean, he's just put the work in. He's gotten better. He's gotten better. They've obviously he's been well coached. I mean, he's just – you know, he's put the weight in the in the film room, the, the weight room. I mean, he's a big, strong presence, and then his confidence grows. And next thing you know, you look up, and here's this this senior that's a monster. And I mean, we've had a million of those guys come through here. That you know, I mean, hey, Vic Beasley, he never started a game until his fourth year at Clemson. If that was happening today, you know, he'd be he wouldn't even make it here four years, right? He wouldn't even make it. He wouldn't even be here. Guy, guy, guy did not start a game until his fourth year. And guess what? He didn't deserve to start a game. He wasn't a very good player. He wasn't a very good player. But he kept working. And then he came in his fifth year, and the guy, guy's the eighth pick in the draft or something like that. So it's a developmental game. And if you're made of the right stuff and you put the work in, hey, good things will happen. But it doesn't, it's just it's not the same for everybody. And we try to make it the same for everybody. And it's not. It's just not the same. They might look the part, but fundamentally, technically, mentally, they got to develop. They might mentally have it, but fundamentally, technically, physically, they got a ways to go. And, you know, but that's what's great about football. If you really, you know, grind and work and don't look for shortcuts because there aren't any. And, you know, live because, you know, again, and, and it's, you, it just comes with the territory because you get so scrutinized. You know, in today's world, uh, it's a lot of pressure on these kids. You know, a lot of them they hit a wall. You know, and they and they it stunts their development. I think, uh, or they you know, oh, I got to go, and they pack up and they leave, and and the mirror goes with them, right? 
you know, uh, it's really the man in the mirror. And uh, so uh, I think he's a great example of development. They've done a really good job with him. Did you just make your argument against recruiting the portal? What's that? Did you just make your argument? No, 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 no. I think I think there's a time and a place for kids need a fresh start. You know, I think that's a the portal's a great tool for a lot of these kids. I mean, I just think early on, if you again, you got freshmen that okay, they're not starting, so they must be bad, and we pile on these kids and all this stuff, and next thing you know, these guys, well, you know, it's going to be easier over here because that's the world where we, we've taught them. Uh, but no, I think no, I think the portal's great. It's a great tool for coaches and a great tool for the kids, you know, because sometimes they just need a new opportunity. Sometimes they, they just want to have a chance to play, you know, maybe competitively they, they, or they're graduates and they just need one an opportunity or a situation where a guy needs a fresh start, uh, you know, especially at the quarterback position. So I think Spencer's a great example of that. Usually you'll see teams with multiple playmakers, but the fact that, you know, they've had an injury to Wells and Leggett's had to be the guy they're trying to develop, I mean, just observing it from a set of eyes from the outside, how are they getting it done so often? Because you'd think every junk defense in the world would be throwing it trying to contain him. Well, 10's a good little player. I mean, you know, like I said, eight's a guy that's – he's been emerging for them. Young guy, you know. He, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know him. Uh, I certainly haven't coached him, but he's a physical presence. <laughs> a guy can run, but – I'm sure, you know, he's – but he's a freshman, right? I mean, you know, and so he's been coming and developing. So I think they've, they've brought him along. And then, uh, you know, they're tight ends. They've really gotten those guys involved, one and six. Um, 24, I mean, DeCarrion's a guy that's made a lot of plays in his career. Um, and they've done, you know, done some creative things. They've done a little wildcat. I mean, they've done a little – they brought the backup quarterback in there this past week as well, a couple situations. So uh, – and then I think just – you know, uh, protection-wise, they've, they've tried to do some things to, um, you know, give Rattler opportunities to get the ball down the field, and, uh, and, he, can, and he, can, he can do it. Yeah. Formations, motions, you name it. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. When you look at other rivalries across the nation um, and ones that you've been a part of, like I'm from Ohio, so like I know that U of M, Ohio State rivalry, but like being here covering this one, there's just something different about it that I can't put my finger on. From your eyes, like what do you think makes this one unique? Uh, well, I think um, it's unique. You know, again, from my pers- my perspective, coming from Alabama, um, you know, growing up Alabama Auburn my whole life, you know, it's just coming here to me was just more of the same, you know, very normal to me. Uh, I think what makes it unique is the same thing that makes Alabama Auburn unique. And that is there's no pro sports in this state. You know, I mean, it, like it's, it's, and even if you're somebody that just moves into this state, like if you move to Charleston, there's a lot of people move to Charleston, right? You, you move to Greenville. Like you're not going to be able to live in those areas long without, Going okay. What's going on around here? These people are crazy. Uh, you know, and you're gonna you're gonna get sucked into it one way or another. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Or otherwise, you're gonna lose some friends. You're gonna have to make a decision. They're not gonna let you ride the fence. Uh, even if you're a fan of another team, you're gonna have to get invested one way or another. So, it it just it just means a lot to this state. I mean, it's college football, and it's high school football in the state of South Carolina. And that's that again. That's normal to me, uh, having grown up 
uh, not to diminish any other rivalries or anything like that, but but a lot a lot of these you, know, you mentioned uh, Ohio. I mean, there's a lot of pro sports in those states, right? Um, but that's just not the case here, you know. So it's all about college football, and then you got you know to and it's an old rivalry. This this goes back a long time, um, so it's got deep roots. Um, just like like Alabama Auburn. I mean, again, it's it's very similar to me. Um, and when I when I first I've told this story many times. When I first came to Clemson, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, certainly, I'd never lived anywhere my whole life. Thirty three years I lived in Alabama, and we move up here. And I remember going out on the road that first spring, and I was excited to get out. And I had the PD area. And uh, so, you know, down there in Horry County and Florence and, you know, Sherall and all up Highway 9 and, and Lamar and Chesterfield and Mac B and, you know, uh, Sumter, you know, all, all of that area, area uh, Loris and uh, Lakeview where there was no lake and uh, uh, Lake City where there was no lake. Uh, I remember thinking, this is going to be great. I'm going to Lake City. Well, there was no lake. Uh, I'm like, I can't wait to go to Lakeview. There was no lake. Uh, but... You know, going to all these areas in my PD area, and it was crazy because you know people don't know who you are. They don't know you. They have no you. They don't know you from Adam. They have no idea, but they judge you instantly when you walk in the school and you got on the logo. They hate you. That's just the way it is. Uh, so, all I can tell you is that's that's probably what makes it different. It's just really personal um, in this state. And, uh, and vice versa. You walk in, it's a Clemson person, and they, you're the best friend they've ever met in their life, uh, and even though they just met you. So it's, it's, a, it's a rivalry. How much, of, how much of getting pressure on Rattler starts with winning first down, stopping the run, and creating the situations where you can rush? I mean, you know, you, we say all the time, you've got to earn the right to rush the passer by stopping the run. And, you know, they're, they're not going to give up on the run. You know they 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 uh, they're gonna they're gonna try to get something going in the run game for sure. Create some play actions again. All their boots and and, and swap boots that come come uh, that create big plays for them. So it starts there. I mean, and containing him in the pocket, trying to trying to not let him extend the plays. Uh, so we've got to win. We got to we got to be able to you know affect him. If if he's a comfortable guy back there, he, you're in for a long day. He's it's a good player. Speaking of the run game and developmental game, um, how about the running back New, um, Anderson from Newberry? Um, he's quite a story, isn't it? He is tough, 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 hard-nosed kid, man. And he's just kind of risen, you know, risen up, and he's gotten better and better as the season has gone, and has kind of established himself. But he's a he's a he's a hard guy to tackle, uh, and you and you better. You better have your, your your big boy pads on when you do come to tackling. I mean, downhill runner. I've been very impressed with him, and uh, certainly a great story. What's your favorite part of the rivalry week situation? As conferences are probably, certainly, definitely not done realigning the value of these and the importance for places just like this. Yeah, I mean, it's great for the fans, obviously. I mean, I think it's great for the players, too, to go to college and to be able to experience playing games like this that are so meaningful, you know, uh, to just, you know, everything. Everybody that you interact with, they're just, just really meaningful. Not that other games aren't, and that's one thing you worry about with where college football is going because it's, it's, I mean, it's five years from now, it's 
totally different. Um, it's just just the way it is. Um, and so a lot of these type games will go away. You know, I mean, already they're not playing Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Are you kidding me? How the heck are we not playing Oklahoma, Oklahoma State? It doesn't even make any sense. Like, what? Uh, can you imagine not playing Clemson, South Carolina? I, I just, you know, I don't understand it. But, I mean, I understand it, how we've gotten here. Uh, you know, I hate that. I hate that for the kids. I hate it for the fans. As Again, as a guy who grew up in rival games, played in them, and have coached in them for a long time, I just um, – it's, it's what makes college football unique. It's what makes it special. Um, and, uh, you know, but I mean, it is what it is right now. I mean, hopefully, hopefully somewhere down the road uh, when this whole thing kind of gets blown up, and it will, um, uh, you know, maybe we can salvage some of those things. Do you think the, the player of today takes a rivalry game as seriously as maybe when you were playing in your um, when you lose it, they do. Uh, doesn't take long to figure that one out. Uh, when you live in a state like this or Alabama or something, and you and you come up on the short end of the stick, at some point you you you'll you'll figure it out pretty quick. But um, I do think it's different. You know, just because. Um, you know, recruiting is much more national now because there is no long distance, right? Like <clears throat> when I was coming up, I mean, if you looked at the rosters of Alabama, you looked at the rosters of Auburn, most of the kids, most great majority were guys that grew up intimately familiar with the rivalry, right? And uh, that was probably the case <clears throat> for Clemson, South Carolina as well. If you go back to the 70s and 80s and Maybe in the 90s, Tim, you could probably – and it was probably South Carolina kids, Georgia, North Carolina, some Florida guys, you know, and then you maybe have a guy here or there. Um, but most of the kids probably grew up familiar, very familiar uh, with that. But today's world where, I mean, you can, you know, send a – I mean, you can FaceTime to somebody in Hawaii, like right now in 30 seconds. Uh, it, it, it's changed that. Um, and there's so much exposure. You can visit Clemson without coming to Clemson, right? I mean, we couldn't even fathom those type of things back in the 80s. Uh, I mean, you, you know, you didn't even have phones. You, didn't, you know, you could, how are you going to zoom into something, uh, virtually tour with a drone flying through a building? You know, you, you didn't have that. So in those days, um, people kind of got to where they could drive to, you know, and, and you, you got the coverage you got was mostly regional. And actually everybody read a newspaper, right? Um, so nowadays it's, it's, you know, everybody has access to everything. And uh, it's, you know, we got, I mean, look at our roster. We got kids from LA, Texas, uh, Missouri, Connecticut, down to Naples, Florida and everywhere in between. So, um, and that's because of what TV and social media and just technology has done. But it, it means a lot. The game's still important. Uh, I mean, they, they, they definitely feel that it's, it, you know, for sure, but um, probably a little different than, you know, back 
years ago when, again, the rosters were probably a little more local. Your defense the last three weeks has 10 takeaways. Um, I know you've been complimentary of them all year, but is there something you've seen that's allowed them to flip that switch to more of a ball hawking, playmaking type of unit? I mean, just, I mean, just preparation. I mean, preparation, details, relentless to the ball. I mean, effort, uh, uncommon effort, you know, punching it out, ripping it out. Uh, great preparation in, in, from, a, from a pass defense standpoint. <clears throat> so eyes on the right things, proper depths, proper leverage, uh, formation recognition. You know, all of those things lead to uh, great anticipation. Uh, I think we finished on some balls. Uh, we've gotten our hands on some balls. Um, so all those things, you know, go into it. But they've just they've gotten better and better as the year has gone. They really, they honestly have played well all year. You know, we've had some moments here or there, but um, those guys have have done a great job. Been been pretty relentless. How high are you on K Park's future, just based on some of the stuff you've seen recently? Man, he's he's uh, he's coming into his own. It's fun to see. He's a perfect example. This kid wasn't anywhere near ready to be a good player when he got here. I mean, he just he looked the part, but he, he wasn't in great shape. He wasn't very strong. Didn't have great body composition. Uh, certainly did not know the game. Uh, did not have good fundamentals. Did not have good technique. He just was a lot of potential. And this kid has worked and worked and worked. And man, Nick's done an amazing job with him. And he's just developed and developed. And you look up and you go, wow, uh, he is he is a monster. I mean, and he's still, I mean, he, his, his runway is still way out there. Uh, but it's so fun to watch him now. He's just got a lot of confidence to him, you know. And, and a lot of the work that he's put in, he's starting to see some of the fruits of that labor. And I'm really proud of him. He is a, he's a great kid. And uh, I mean, he is, he is a great kid. He, he, everybody on the team loves him. He's selfless, and uh, I mean, he's a he's a mountain of a man. I mean, he's got he's like get a difference like him and Dexter Lawrence. Like he's got Dexter type ability, but he didn't show up here like Dexter, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. Uh, I guarantee they're gonna end up in the same spot. You know, uh, you know, one one guy had a little more of a straight path. The other guy had to kind of weave and weave and wind a little bit. Um, but he's um, he, he's he's got a bright future. Yeah, all season long, you've been very vocal about the offense and the turnovers they had in the first part of the year. We just talked about your defense and how they're trending in the right direction. Describe how important that is with the biggest game of the state coming up on Saturday. Yeah, it's great because we've still been turning it over. Uh, <laughs> so the best way to win the turnover margin is let's get them, you know? So, I mean, that's, that's – that's, and it's always important. Some years you're just so much better than the opponent that you're playing. Maybe you lose the margin and you win the game. But, you know, we don't have that type of margin for error uh, this year. And – I mean, it just, it's truly all about the ball with this team. I mean, it just is. I mean, it's not like we've gotten our butts handed to us. Uh, I mean, we've, we've, been, we've had a chance to win every single game we've played. And every game we've lost, we have lost the turnover margin. And, you know, we've won the margin three times in a row, and that's why we've won the game.
You know, they've continued. It's not that you, there's not other things and stuff. There always is, but but uh, the way they've competed all year has been incredibly consistent. I'm really proud of that, uh, and that's what's been frustrating about the year as you go through it, because you you know, as a football guy, you really recognize uh, so many great things that are going on, but it's just it's it's hard to overcome. Um, you know, three turnovers. It's hard or two turnovers, especially when you're playing, you know, good teams. And that has been an Achilles heel for this team and it's frustrating, but it's also been inspiring because they've just kept going. And they, they've not allowed that to um, change their preparation. They've not allowed it to change their joy in what they're doing. Uh, they've not allowed it to, you know, splinter the team or anything like that. They've just used it as fuel to just keep working. And uh, so that's been the most satisfying part of, you know, uh, this month so far is just seeing, you know, them get the success and to win the margin. And uh, defensively, man, they've, again, we've still had some turnovers, uh, but we've been able to win the margin. And, and this game in particular, that's really what it's come down to. I mean, you go, we lost, uh, we lost five in a row and in that five-year stretch that we lost five of these in a row, we, we turned it over 15 times to their three. That's how you get beat. Uh, you want to know how to lose five in a row? Well, there you go. Uh, we had 15 turnovers to their three, including one year. We, I, mean, we, I thought we definitely had the better team in 13. And I think we had six turnovers and still had a chance. I think we had a chance right there at the end. I think it was Humphreys maybe fumbled right there on the punt return uh, at the end of the game. So. You know, and that's usually what it comes down to in games like this, you know, and that's what happened last year. Uh, we, we didn't deserve to win. You know, we, we, we didn't take care of the ball in the fourth quarter, had two turnovers, uh, two lost possessions. And uh, so, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a critical factor in every game, but especially in rivalry games. Coach, special teams was a big factor in the game last year as well. Um, you know, Coach brought Beamer back. They played Beamer ball all season last year. Um, outside of place kicking, obviously having this issue, you have to feel pretty good about the rest of your special teams. I do. Hopefully our fake punt will work this week. Uh, you know, we tried to call that first or second series. Hopefully that one will work. Uh, get that one to go. Uh, be good. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really proud of Aiden Swanson, first of all. And he's coming back, by the way. Uh, he's he's uh, – you know, it was originally, I think he's fallen in love with it. Uh, he, he's had a great year, man. He's been a, he's been a weapon for us. Um, you know, our, our battery and all those guys have done a good job for us. Uh, Robert Gunn, I think, has had 13 straight touchbacks. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's been a weapon in that regard. Obviously, our, you know, we, I mean, we've, we've struggled in field goal, you know, especially how we started. It's kind of hard to recover. But um, that's an area we've got to address uh, in the spring for sure. Uh, we've got to get better there. Um, and, um, but our coverage has been really good. I mean, we've, got, we've had good protection. Um, really, I've been pleased with what we've been able to do there, coverage-wise, punt and kickoff coverage. Uh, we've been able to, you know, pop a few little returns here or there. I'm disappointed we've had a couple penalties the past couple week that, weeks that have negated a couple plays for us. But, We've been uh, we've done a nice job, and uh, but South Carolina does a great job as well, and uh, that'll be a, a key part of this game. You know, is is 
you know, when you think about special teams, you, your, your job is to score and set up a score and win, win field position, right? Uh, so, big part. Is Gunn still struggling in practice with field goals? Uh, he's been, uh, he's about 60%, you know, since, since we've been tracking it. Uh, so, that's about what he's at on about 80-something kicks. This weekend's game has been confirmed. Any reaction to that? I don't care who comes to the game. I just care about who's playing in the game. Uh, so, unless Shane's going to put him in and throw him a halfback pass or something, uh, I ain't worried about who's at the game. I'm just, I just want to win it and focus on who's playing. Dabo, to say people are passionate about this game outside of the programs is a bit of an understatement. In all of your years that you've been a part of this rivalry, what's the most interesting interaction you've had? Uh, say that one more time. What's the most intera interesting interaction you've had a part of this rivalry in your years of coaching? With like a fan? Uh, any interaction? I mean, probably Steve Spurrier. Uh, that's probably my most interesting interactions. Uh, I obviously knew Coach Spurrier. Uh, you know, my playing days at Alabama. Uh, and, uh, and, then, and then coaching all those years at Alabama. Um, I guess the last time I saw Coach Spurrier was 1999. We beat him in the SEC championship. He won't like being reminded on, or me mentioning that, but we did. Beat him twice that year, actually. Beat him in the swamp in overtime. Uh, A.C. Carter went up on a nice little play in the end zone. And then, uh, um, and then we, we, we handed up to him pretty good in the SEC championship game that year, 99. Um, and then we got fired the next year. Uh, so I didn't see him for a while. And then I come to Clemson, and I'm just kind of minding my own business, you know, doing my job. And then you look up, and um, here he comes to South Carolina. So, and then I become the head coach. And so I would definitely have to say my most interesting interactions came with the old ball coach, who, who was a great friend and a guy I really, really uh, got a lot of respect for. And uh, in fact, I'll see him here in a, I'll see him here in a couple weeks. Um, We'll always go to the Hall of Fame. I always enjoy seeing seeing them out there. That was good. And then probably another great interaction was I, he invited me to his Hall of Fame party. That was interesting. Uh, that was really interesting. Uh, and not only did he invite me, he he like singled me out uh, from his. Might have had a cocktail or two, but uh, uh, he singled me out from the stage. And uh, so because there was Duke people there. Bunch of Gators, and then obviously a bunch of Gamecocks. So that was a that was an interesting uh, evening, uh, but but I had fun. So I, that'd probably be my. I'm out a lot of them. I've met a lot of people. I've had some crazy calls, you know. After we lose a game, I don't know how people get my number. I've had I've had some like wow. Uh, I, I, there's really a person in this world like that. Uh, I've had some of those, um, and. But probably Coach Spurrier. We have time for one more question. What did he say? Who? Spurrier when he singled you out. Uh, oh, he just you know made a point to, you know, call me out in the crowd and recognize me and you know I'm trying to just lay low and uh, he put me on blast. Uh, cracked a, cracked a joke or two, you know. Sure, certainly mentioned the, the, you know, the wins that he had. He left out the losses, but you know he he mentioned all those five good wins they had and. But he was great. He was really great. Um, but that was uh, all my 
probably unique interactions came came through him. 